0: I think for the first time ever, Rob, I've got a beer for the show. Oh, wow. What's brought that on? Uh, well, it's the, it's the last show of the year, isn't it? So I thought, why not toast it and um, kind of... Yeah, I won't get drunk, obviously, because I've only got one beer. Although I might do, who knows? I'm a bit of a lightweight these days. Um, what's your... Have you got a tipple? You could, quite often, you do occasionally have one, don't you, when, you, when we're recording? Uh,
1: always, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those untrustworthy people that doesn't drink. <laughs> so it's always alcohol-free. So I have, I've oh, is it really? So I've occasionally had... Like a beer or a cider or whatever. that's generally alcohol-free. No, I've got I've got uh, fun-free
0: Coke. Oh, is that day. the um, caffeine-free and sugar-free? Caffeine-free, and... sugar-free, just dreadful stuff. <laughs> well, there you go. So, just be me drinking then. In that case, uh, but yeah, la- the last one of the year. It just seems nuts, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just flown by, isn't it? This one crazy. Uh, there's lots of stuff to talk about on the on the outline. Um, starting with a very unfestive um, piece of news really, which we might as well cover briefly, might we? um, which is the the LastPass hack which, um, for those who aren't aware, they've not had the best Christmas, have they? The, the LastPass people
1: They've not had the best track record generally, so I don't know how much sympathy I have for anyone who's still on it, however it is, as far as hacks go it's a pretty gnarly one, and they haven't done any, they haven't done themselves any favours in their response. So I don't know if you've seen all of the hoo ha. All the security experts have just panned that they've basically said that their disclosure was irresponsible. You know, it's sort of full of half
0: truths and uh, just bad advice. You read all this? i uh, not all of it. No, no. I I I wrote a little piece about it, which was just basically pointing people in the direction of something else. But um, no. What what have I missed? Because obviously it started in August, didn't it? There was a there was a, a breach in August where um they were compromised. Then and back then it was more a case of ah, oh, don't worry about it. Someone just got into our development environment. Um, nothing to worry about, obviously. Uh, and uh, they've taken some stuff, but your data is fine. And then it turns out that they'd used that a bit later on. Used that. The credentials and stuff, and the keys and things they they nicked at that point. It sounded a little bit like a, um, uh, a social engineering trick, didn't it? Where they've they've potentially compromised via a um, an employee or something. This is all um, I could be making all this, all this up, so don't don't take this as read. But uh, that's what I kind of read into it. That it was probably a social engineering uh, thing, along with them having some of the the data and stuff they needed, um, and they used that to get into the storage volumes, didn't they? Of the of the customer database and basically nicked backups that contained email addresses encrypted passwords usernames ip addresses just everything you don't want anyone to steal ever um but what else has happened have i missed something else has something else happened since then yeah so there was the initial breach where no customer data was
1: was was exposed that led to this new breach where the actual customer password vault data has made it out into the wild. Um, and the thing that has upset the security experts is they've. The advice that has been given should be if you've stored any passwords on LastPass, change them everywhere. Um, because the, 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 the actual vault is, in, is largely in plain text. Except for a few key fields like the password, so even that information, like knowing usernames and passwords, sorry, usernames and websites, you know, knowing what the password is for, could well lead to you know phishing attacks and and, and that kind of stuff. So there's there's all sorts of nasty things that can be done with that data as is. And all of the advice or the guidance that they've given about how difficult it would be to decrypt those passwords is flawed because it's on the assumption that people have generated a 12-character or greater machine-generated password, which people just don't do. Um, And so if people have been following any of the incorrect but very common advice to, oh, just use three words or you know that there are various sort of uh methods for a human being to come up with a password that they can remember and if you've used one of those then the time to crack that password is you know 20 minutes with you know, even just a just a GPU so um it's they haven't said anything they haven't lied but their their response was not as responsible and open as it could have been to the point where we've seen really something very unusual which is on the one password blog so a competing provider they never smack talk anyone ever in and i've been following one password since before they had vowels in their name i don't know if you recall that one password used to be one past wd no i but didn't if, know that actually in, in yeah. the yeah back in the day. Um, on their blog, even they have called out the poor advice given by LastPass and just said, look, we don't care whether you use our service or not. Yes, it, I mean, it is superior, obviously. But if you have stored any passwords on LastPass, change them everywhere immediately.
0: That's big, isn't it? I mean, like you say, they don't normally do that kind of thing. And it's... Um it's just it makes it all the worst, doesn't it? For for LastPass, you wouldn't want to be them at the moment at all. But, yeah. um,
1: but if you are a LastPass customer and you are th- trying to find another password manager, I, despite my own personal beef with the fact that they replaced a beautiful native Mac client with an Electron one, and I just I just have a, a zero Electron policy on my my Apple Silicon machines, and I'm still sticking to that because I'm stubborn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but one password is just the gold standard of password managers there's nothing else that even comes close so i mean when around the time that one password you know switched to their one size fits all lowest common denominator user interface that i p- personally don't like but is perfectly functional is adequate does the job i tried all of them i, try, yeah. I tried your nordpass and, and bitwarden and just one password you know even though i i've got beef and i'm stubborn I've got to admit it's just a fantastic application it's a fantastic service and it's a lovely company and the people are nice so um, yeah if you if you're trying to find somewhere else to store your passwords and you do have a cross platform requirement one passwords where it's at and they're not even paying me to say
0: that, that No you should believe you if you said it <laughs> no don't, don't take my word for it at all but what's really interesting though is with as soon as you mention password management either in not so much on YouTube, but certainly on a blog, or particularly on Twitter, it just sets the world on fire. Um, so on, I think it was a couple of days, two or three days ago, I posted, um, after this whole last pass thing, when I wrote wrote that piece about it, all, a very simple tweet I, I just put out there, what's your password manager of choice? And to date, so after two days, it's had 62,000 views, which for me, bearing in mind most of my tweets get anywhere between sort of 300 and 1,000 views. You know, a good performing tweet for me recently has been about 1.5K. It's had, six, yeah, 62,000 views, 348 replies, and they keep coming through every single day uh, by the hour. Um, and loads of other really big metrics. It's, uh, honestly, uh, it's just unbelievable how passionate people are about their password managers. And the majority of replies refer to Bitwarden. That seems to be the, certainly on Twitter anyway, I know that's only a microcosm of what's going on but um Bitwarden's got a very loyal very f- fiercely loyal um bunch of fans but uh I just found that v- very interesting I just asked one question on Twitter and it's just gone nuts you should ask it on TikTok then oh can you imagine <laughs>
1: <laughs> no thanks um, no, no no I was like yeah before the Bitwarden massive come and burn my house down if it were uh, on uh, it might have Which changed. they will probably. <laughs> it, the, the situation might have changed. But when I was looking, when I was shopping around for a new password manager, it was not only an Electron build, but it was the Intel. It was an Intel binary. They hadn't. They hadn't. Um, they hadn't updated it for Apple Silicon. So I was looking for you know an Apple Silicon non Electron client. Couldn't find one. Um, so yes, yeah, so I personally, I,
0: I've just moved all my all my passwords into Keychain. Yeah. Well, there's our public service announcement then. Just um get off last pass as quickly as you can. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, that's the news done. Um is there which any more is, news? It's
1: well, it just, it just a bit of a contrast to the last issue we had, which was the UFI cam. That's a very good point. Where I don't think either of us are in any hurry
0: to rip all of that out and find something else. <laughs> no, can't really be bothered at the moment. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely definitely this is definitely a, a different matter entirely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, well that's the tech news uh, Also, just another piece of news Someone always seems to pass away at the moment When we do a podcast, which isn't a very nice thing But um, Pele died early, didn't he? I don't know if you're aware
1: Yeah, yeah, I got the the, the notification from Footmob Just just yeah. before this
0: Very sad um, very Good innings though, I think was he 82? Uh, um, but yeah, bless him I know, I know he wasn't very well, was he? During the World Cup, there was all kind of reports going on But yeah, it just seems that we always seem to have to mention someone at the moment, be it the Queen or Pele, or it's normally quite a big name as well, isn't it? So let's hope that stops in 2023. Um, right, well, the next maybe maybe we should stop. We just maybe we should. Maybe. Oh <laughs> God, surely it's not down to us. <laughs> anyway, from the death just stop dying on a Thursday. Yes, please. That'd be, yes, please, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, from the death of a footballing legend to Rob's gigabit fibre. I think that's obviously very important as well. Um, tell us about your your fancy new internet.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, the Vodafone just cold called me and I I'd, I'd almost never buy anything from a cold call just on principle. But the lady was so nice and gave a genuinely good deal. So the, the I think the going rate for gigabit fibre in the UK is about between 50 and 60 quid. And clearly like, the, our local exchange must have recently been updated because I just every day I'm getting post from bt sky TalkTalk, talk, talk Plusnet, all the usual suspects all trying to say hey do you want some fiber um this is fiber right up to you know fiber to the premise so full end-to-end fiber um but yeah they they offered it to me because i've got my mobile contract with them they offered me and I, and I was already a broadband customer they offered me gigabit fibre for forty-one pounds a month. Wow, with no installation fees, nothing up front, just a twenty-four month contract. Now, I don't need gigabit fibre at all, but if someone offers me sixty quid a month's worth of gigabit fibre for forty-one pounds a month, well, then I'm interested. Um, and yeah, I it was it was set up. Uh, just before christmas i think like the 23rd and obviously i've been busy since then so i didn't have a chance to try it but yeah i i ookled it did the old speed test on it does what it says on the tin i'm getting reliably 950 megabits per second um so yeah it's rapid it's very fast but i think in terms of uh material benefit things that you would actually notice it's the latency i'm getting sub four millisecond ping which is very good
0: yeah that is good well, like very few people, like you say, actually need that, do they? But it's um, we've got it at home as well, which uh, via Virgin, which is has always been nice. Although it's it's a bit uh, it's a bit temperamental, actually, the the Virgin service. Do you know what? Anyone that tells me
1: they've got Virgin fibre always says it's fantastic when it works. Yeah, but it's a bit flaky. Well, so so far it's been it's been rock solid, Touchwood. But I took the opportunity to uh, replace all my Ethernet cabling with Cat eight. Braided, cable, yeah. totally over the top. Cause I mean, that supports up to forty gigabits per second. Just it's completely unnecessary, but they're just really nice cables from yeah. Ugreen. Uh, oh, nice! Yeah, because when they when they came and installed all the stuff, they put those horrible cheap like they, so it was just Cat Five, the, like the the ribbon cables, which are just asking for interference, in my opinion. Actually, I should do a before and after. I might swap them back, and I'll do a benchmark. I know that's not your thing, but the the sort of the, the biggest bottleneck now is actually from the box on the wall and the rest of my house so you know wi-fi interference that sort of thing so K cable is very heavily shielded and it's backwards compatible so it'll, it'll work back to whatever the the best your setup can do um but yeah i've, I've got a thing as you know about really nice cables like, that, like the, those retractable ones we talked about last time
0: oh it's brilliant that's just, just amazing. That's a
1: lovely cable,
0: isn't it? It is, yeah. We'll put it so, in the show notes again, actually, because it's just so it's it's just, it's just. It's yeah. been in three shows now, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a bit of a thing for nice cables, and I thought, right, I'll, uh, I'll celebrate the gigabit
1: fiber by upgrading all of my Ethernet cables to CAT 8, um, just, just because, really. Um, but the thing that I use to, you know, to connect my devices to the Internet mostly is Wi-Fi. So I've got... Um, and all i've got a three node all be set up white wi-fi five which is plenty good enough really but you know i've got 950 megabits to the wall and then if i'm connecting over wi-fi then i'm getting maybe 500 on device which is still very good and it's still more than i need but i know it's just winds me up because I know it could be better uh, and I'm kicking myself because I missed I was going to get it I was going to get it and I, I just procrastinated and I asked about it and then when I went back it was gone but Amazon were doing their Eero Pro 6E 3 node set up which if you want to buy it today it's about 800 quid and they were doing it like half price pretty much um, yeah but I haven't got
0: that but yeah if it comes on deal again I'll seriously seriously consider it because that uh, that should get me where I need to be yeah so we shouldn't ever have any connection problems at your end with 8 or 16 then, should we? No. It should be rock solid.
1: But yeah. what I do need actually is a USB-C gigabit or above Ethernet adapter for for my MacBook Air.
0: Oh, Of course. If anyone has any recommendations. I haven't looked into that yet. Email us. Let Rob know. <laughs> there is an email address for 8 or 16, but um, I can't give you any recommendations, I'm afraid. Um, I'm sure someone can then.
1: Well, my go-to traditionally would have been Anchor, but mm. I'm
0: not giving Anchor money anymore. No, that's a bit of a, a bit the sore subject, though, isn't it? Really, let's be honest. Uh, there's something here about the Microsoft Windows Dev Kit, which is that little kind of Windows-based PC that looks a bit like a Mac Mini.
1: Yeah. So yes, that the flat black, matte black Mac Mini Dev Kit for developers to build and test Windows ARM applications and it's not intended to be a consumer product so you know i've I've seen some some reviews of it and you know the fit and finish isn't great but then it doesn't doesn't need to be for for the target audience the trouble is is um it's crap (laughs) you're actually better off virtualizing um windows on an apple silicon machine by quite some way in terms of sort of build times and well why is it why is it crap
0: what's what's wrong with it Um,
1: because it's it's running a qualcomm soc Based on like seven nanometer and a, a design that's over three years old. Wow.
0: Um, so yeah,
1: even though on paper, because I remember, I can't remember it was last time or the time before we talked about. It, I was like, that, it was it was like five hundred quid or something. It's got thirty-two gigs of RAM, and I was thinking, eh, that looks all right actually. Um, no, no, it isn't. You're better off buying a Mac Mini and virtualizing
0: ARM Windows on it. Right, onto our review of the year. I don't know, did we do this last year? I can't remember. Probably. Possibly. Um, but yeah, we'll make it a new segment. Um, I've not prepared for this at all. I, no, I li-
1: Nor no, no me. I literally jotted this
0: down just just <laughs> as I was logging on. That's reassuring. Um, so we're going to start with the Marcellus Reviews review. And as I say, this is going to be a bit off the cuff, really, because I, 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 yeah, I haven't really thought about it. Favourite products slash apps of 2022. When I read that earlier, I suddenly thought, the challenge that I have with this is that because I, so many things pass through my hands like tech wise, I review them and, and, and unless they keep me really engaged or unless I actually need them, I forget about it quite quickly. I, I kind of move on to the next video and crack on so um, I'm gonna I'm probably going to forget things that you'll think why didn't you mention that in fact, it might even be worth you prompting me you, you, you've got a far better encyclopedic knowledge of um, of what I've done than I have. <laughs> um, I mean my favorite product. Tough one. It's probably it probably is the Pixel Seven Pro. I think, um, and part of the reason. I mean, one of the reasons is I made it my smartphone of the year because I think it's really well priced priced and it's a it's a great device. Secondly, I found out today that um, one of Jen's sisters bought one, and she didn't really consult me on it at all. I know. I think she occasionally watches some of my stuff, but not religiously at all. And um, she's the most unlikely person to have bought that phone. Yeah, you know, she'd normally buy a random Android. You know, the biggest, bigger the screen, the better. Cheap as possible. Um, not worry too much about it and, and be done with it for two, two or three years. Um, but she's actually got. She's gone out on her own and bought a Pixel Seven Pro, which I think speaks wonders for that particular device. I think really, um, I love it. I think it's fantastic. That's probably my, my product of the year. But then there's the Apple Watch Ultra as well, isn't there? And the AirPods Pro too, which we're not allowed to mention. Um. Yeah, out of all them, it'd probably be the Pixel. I think just because it beats I the iPhone has down.
1: Do you personally use yours though?
0: I do. I tell you, I tell you when I use it. <laughs> Ironically, it's not here at the minute. But um, if we're going out, so if we're going to friends or out for dinner or something, or you know, away for for Christmas, I take that phone and I use that phone much and sometimes i don't even bother taking the iphone at all because i've got the the the, you know, the apple watch with the um, the cellular um but i'm i feel much more inclined actually now to take the pixel mainly because of the camera i think i think that's probably the thing that drives that um yeah i i, so I, do, I do i definitely use it um i'm using it for a project in in january which um is this thing where i'm going somewhere in europe for a, a sponsored video i don't know where i'm going jen's booked me this random flight somewhere um i'm going to use the the pixel for that journey um for that trip but after that i'm going to have to start using some of the some different android devices And i'm not really looking forward to that because well i want to keep that in my pocket really but yeah so that's probably my favorite product i think and interestingly there's been quite a few phone uh, best smartphone of the year roundup things on on youtube i've i've been on a couple of them myself, like I a, a, appeared as a guest, and um, by far and away, that is the phone that has has caught most people's attention. What's your favourite product?
1: Uh, well, the one, the, the, well, I, me personally, my the the my favourite thing that I have bought this year is is the my fourteen Pro Max. Ooh, a, a counter, a counter argument. Yeah, simply because um it takes wonderful photos of my kids and that's what i take that's what i do the most of every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what more excuse
1: do you need just whatever the conditions are low light indoors artificial lighting you know sort of you know dim christmas lighting yep so did, did i tell you about our christmas room no christmas room Yeah, so we've got a little box room that's normally like a soft playroom. So all of the walls have got like foam mats on and there's a ball pit in there and the the sort of uh, vinyl covered sponge blocks you know, so there's like a slide and it's uh, just for you, tunnel. this isn't it? It's not for the kids. <laughs> I do. It is fun, uh, but no, that's, it's for the kids. But for Christmas, we took all of that out and we made it a Christmas room. So we put fake snow on the walls and the floor, got, like awesome. a big bag of fake snowballs. There's, uh, there's there are like three trees in there, all sorts of Christmassy stuff. There are like penguins and, and presents. So I th- I posted some pictures on the Discord actually. Um, but it's quite a tricky room to take photographs in because you've got like these glaring bright colorful uh you know christmas decorations and and not a lot else going on Mm. and and it it captures and you've got not particularly um compliant subjects who just won't stay still for a second and just the, the iphone nails it every time nice so that that's that's why so because i mean it d- delivers a, a an actual you know benefit to my life that i appreciate every day so that it was yeah, it's got to be the 14 pro max
0: uh, that's what tech's all about isn't it that's what it should do so um next what one I said th- i haven't i haven't tried a pixel
1: 7 pro so i don't know it may well perform as the same it's just I, was, I had such a dreadful experience with the s22 ultra and its shutter lag it's got about half a second shutter lag mm. the s22 ultra it's absolutely atrocious for portraits <laughs> landscapes <laughs> amazing if you're photographing anything still or anything that's really far away because of that periscope camera they're marvellous marvellous photographs but yeah
0: it's just the basics isn't it that it seems to fail on which is a a nightmare but um yeah that's my work that's my least favorite product of of 2022 (laughs) um favorite app what's my favorite app let me have a quick look at my phone this is live live kind of um deciding here Again, it's tricky, I think possibly, yeah, I think I'd give it to tick tick i think I think when I, when I switched from things three to tick tick, I think it was earlier this year, I think it was kind of towards the the start of the year um I wasn't sure I wasn't sure if it would if it would be the the thing for me, really, but there's just something about that app, even though it could do with a bit of a refresh, the one thing I do miss from things three is the design and just how how beautiful that that app is but um that to to one side tick ticks it's just been brilliant as a to-do list manager it's been amazing um i wouldn't change apart from that you know, a bit of a, ref- a refresh uh, you know, aesthetically i wouldn't change anything about it don't you use it or are you on i did but oh. I'm, I, I'm gonna
1: just I'm gonna come across as a massive Apple fanboy, which you know, <laughs> I hope anyone that's listened to this before knows me from Discord. Know that I'm, you know, I, I do currently use Apple stuff because it works the best for me at the moment. But I'm not afraid to go and use other stuff. I do give it my best shot. But um, I've I've switched to Reminders.
0: Okay, I remember you saying that. So now,
1: yeah. I, I did exactly what you just did. I just looked at my phone. I'm thinking, right. Well, what what's front and center? What do I use? Day in day out, um, and it is—it's just the stock reminders app. Because of the the ease of getting things that I need to remember into it, although you can get stuff into things via Siri, and I don't know whether you can or not in TickTick. I'm not sure that you I can. I think I think you can, but don't quite, don't help but to that. With any third party app, you have to say, "Hey Siri, ask such and such app to add to my whatever list." With um, oh, I've just set her off <laughs> on on iOS and with my Apple Watch, I can just say remind me to, and then it goes into my default. So I've got I've got a a, a, a a list in Reminders called Inbox. Everything goes into there. At the end of the day, I triage it all, schedule it, do whatever it is I need to do with it. Um, but yeah, the thing that I do day in day out is use. I've got a stack of large reminders widgets. It's got four, so I can see my my inbox, so okay. all the stuff that I've sort of you know brain dumped into there that day, stuff that is marked to do today, stuff that is just generally scheduled, um, and another one that I can't remember. But that, so I've got four, you know, on a, on a stack of widgets, and that is basically my homepage. Is my four to do lists nice? Um,
0: and i found it really good so reminders used to be awful it did yeah i've i've not got very good memories of of reminders
1: no it was it was buggy it was glitchy it used to you really know regularly just lose stuff um, you know there wasn't much in the way of tagging or sort of you know repeat reminders or but all of that stuff has sort of trickled in over the years to now it's actually a pretty viable alternative to to the others it's very Apple it's very streamlined and you know accessible if you just sort of dig beneath the surface there's some quite powerful stuff in there um, so yeah all of my to-do needs are catered for by reminders and it provides the path of least resistance for actually getting stuff out of my brain into a system
0: hmm. nice. so that is my that is my app of this, yeah I like that, excellent um, maybe at some point I'll have a play with it I probably should as a comparison type thing really um, best expensive gadget of 2022 uh, what's been the best expensive gadget there haven't been that many outlandishly expensive things I've Kind of come into contact with this year um
1: well the, the, the thing that popped into my mind when i was writing that is your, your apple watch ultra is, is pretty true. expensive yeah the focal focal batteries yes the px8s
0: i think that's it those are the three sort of above 500 quid
1: yes. things. when it?
0: was the studio display released was that this year or last year i should note this that was, was that last right. year I can't remember. This is frightening, isn't it? I should know. This is how quickly time moves. Well, you know this. When you have kids as well, it's um, the last seven months have gone ridiculously quick. Um, let's have a look. That, this is this is key because if, if that was released this year, says the guy who covers Apple, and doesn't know, um, yes. then that wins. Basically, March. It was in that case the studio display uh uh, uh, this is the best isn't it yeah (laughs) it's not just the most expensive um it's not the best in that case it's not the best ignore that (laughs) um i mean that said it it's it's really good it's you know it's the best probably the best monitor i've had um but it's just stupidly expensive um yeah okay so the best expensive gadget it's gonna have to be the apple watch ultra i think because it is expensive, you know. I, I still think it's not badly priced for what it is. I, th- I thought they'd charge more for it. I, I, I was one of those people who thought they'd charge a thousand quid, a thousand dollars upwards. Um, so I, I think it's actually quite well priced, but it's not cheap. So um, And it's just stupidly brilliant. It's just, you know, the more I have it, the more I just, I love it, you know. it. it mine's looking decidedly kind of, um, not not the watch itself, but the, the orange, not the international orange, but the orange, um, band it's starting to look a bit grubby it does need a bit of a clean but then i look at it and think i quite like that because it looks like i've been hiking with it even though i haven't really um apart from that one video uh but yeah it's just a brilliantly stupid apple product i hope they keep making things like this because it's it's just interesting
1: yeah no you know i'm a bit ocd and a clean freak but yeah i think the strap on an apple watch ultra should look grubby yeah like it's like people who clean
0: their land rover so what are you doing (laughs) yeah completely pointless um your best expensive gadget
1: what i personally own Hmm. i think my favorite expensive gadget that i bought this year i can guess would be my h95s
0: Yep. just i love them there's no buyer's remorse whatsoever it's just you're just totally happy the best headphones i've
1: ever owned I love everything about them. I love how they look. I love how they sound. I love the fit. I love the box, you know, the case that it comes in. Um, the, the only thing, the only downside is it has got a captive non-user replaceable battery, which, Ooh. you know, I get angry about. But it's actually not too difficult to replace it. You can get in there and replace it if you want to. So,
0: Would you want to I'll, get in there, though? That sounds a bit sort of that expensive. Right, if, if, if I've worn the battery down such that they're no longer functional,
1: then I would replace the battery. Although having said that, I'm sure, I, I'm because they're so expensive, I'm sure b will happily charge that's, me that's 75 what I mean. quid plus VAT to replace it, so I'm, I, I would probably get it done properly.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't take a screwdriver to it personally, but um, I just, I wish they paid more attention to their social feeds, because I've been, both myself and my PR team have been hammering them about getting a pair to, to try out, and um, despite them clearly being the odd one out in terms of Focal and um, even AirPods Max to a degree, but, you know, the, the, the likes of B&W, the, the ones that I've featured already, and the number of people that are saying in the comment sections, uh, where's, where's the H, H95s? Um, yeah, we're, we're struggling to get anything out of them at the moment, which might mean I, just, I might just have to buy a pair, but um, I didn't want to exhaust my budget on that in, in December. But uh, hopefully I'll get my hands on some next year in, in, the, in the new year. Uh, best cheap gadget this is probably gonna be something really boring and I, I i think actually yeah the more i think about it it probably is that retractable okay ca- um charging cable that you recommended yeah, yeah. snap what's it
1: just, what's yeah, it called
0: brilliant, brilliant. We, we keep referring to it and i don't think either of us know who it's made by or what it's called <laughs> it
1: is caffili it's just not a brand i've ever come across before but i was just looking for a retractable cable that was capable of supporting 100 watts over USB-C, and they cropped up. So it's C-A-F-E-L-E. But they, they look nice. They feel nice.
0: Yeah, I they mean, are, are. I haven't made. had
1: them long enough to, to say whether or not they'll they're last, but they feel like they should. Um, and, yeah, the retractable motion is is nice. Yeah. It's just yeah, neat. We're not, we're not sponsored by Is This is just I, – I,
0: I had a punt on them, and they turned out to be brilliant. It was a fantastic punt, and I think, uh, yeah, it's just convenient, it's tidy, it's everything, if you, if you like your cable management, it's just perfect for that. And they've picked the, th- the right three connections, I think, which is lightning, unfortunately, uh, USB-C and micro, uh, it is micro USB, isn't it? Um, awesome. I use all three of those regularly, so it's just, um, it's perfect, it's brilliant. Yeah, even got a mention from Jen, she said to me the other day, that cable thing's amazing, isn't it, that's something you, you leave on the coffee machine? Yeah. Um, I said, Yes, it is. I'll thank Rob for that. Um okay, so favorite gadget, overall favorite gadget of 2022. Wow. Uh I think actually yeah, I think I'm going to choose this. I, this is a, a, a new entry. Something that uh, I've, I've I've come I've I bought quite recently, um which is the DJI Mavic Mini 3 Pro, whatever it's called, the the little drone. Um which is just brilliant. Everything about it is just amazing. Um, and to put some context around this, I've, I've got a, a, an original Mavic Pro from about four, four or five years ago. Um, so it's one of those ones where the camera is passable, but it's not brilliant. Um, but the most important thing that is annoying about it is the fact that you have to use your phone as the, um, the on the controller to to see what you're doing and to see what you're, you're shooting. Um, which is it works fine. I've never never really had a problem with that, but it's just so inconvenient, such a faff. And the more people you talk to about this, the more you find that people it, it tends to put people off flying the drones because you've got to get your phone, got to make sure your phone's charged, you've got to go into the app, you've got to you know. Except you can't take telephone calls while you're doing that, or check anything else. Um, real pain in the backside. So I bought the Mini Three Pro with the controller with the built-in screen, and that alone is just a, a, its just game-changing because you just literally get it out, no faffing about with your phone, turn it on, connected, done. You're, you're flying and you're, you're recording and you're, you're away. Um, I think I think it's an extra hundred and fifty quid or something, which may not sound cheap, but it's. It's so worth it. So if you, if you're if you're going to buy one, if you're to this and you, you want to buy one of these new um, DJI drones, because I think most of them have this option now, get the the built-in screen. It's just yeah, you you will not regret it at all. Um, but it's just such an amazing little thing. Have you, have you seen them in person?
1: I, I no, not the
0: new ones. Oh, it's just um, it's tiny. It's absolutely tiny. It literally goes into your pocket. If you've got a big enough pockets so it'll, it'll it'll slot in there.
1: So, did they send you one, or did you buy it?
0: No, I bought it. Yeah, I bought it. Um, the reason I got it is I, w- I want to use it more for, for some of the vlogs I'm doing for Patreon, but also some of the content next year is going to, I think, benefit from that as well, a bit more travelling and stuff. And the fact it's the 249 grams, so it sits just below the, the weight limit um, for most countries when it comes to where you can fly it and how close you can fly it to people and all that sort of stuff. Um, again, it, c- convenience-wise, it's just... It's just great. And the image quality is fantastic. You know, 4K, 60, um, 10-bit color, which I didn't realize until I got it. Um, It's just, yeah, it's brilliant. I I was talking to someone the other day um, about DJI, and I think they're the only brand which, if I had no self-control whatsoever, I'd just buy everything they make. There's nothing they make that I don't want, basically. And I can't think of another brand like that. Even Apple, you know, there's stuff that I've got no interest in. Um, Yeah, DJI... I don't know if you find that with them. There's just something about everything they make. And most of it I've got no use for whatsoever. But I want it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've got the I've got an Osmo gimbal thing mm. and it's brilliant.
0: Yeah. I've played with one. I've not got one but I've played with one before. And it's just so well made, isn't it? All that stuff's really well thought out. It's not cheap. It's you know it's well put together. Good quality. I get the impression with DJI, they have, they have they must have product meetings where it always finishes with, with someone just saying, just make it, get on with it. Who cares? How much is it going to cost? I don't care to do it. <laughs> if only Tim Cook worked oh, like oh. that. I thinking, the, the, the only downside is when I went
1: on my Android experiment, the DJI Mimo app that you need to use with the Osmo Pocket gimbal thingy, um, you have to sideload it. It's not available on the Play Store because... Uh, reasons. <laughs> I, I, I didn't meet the Google Play Store criteria or something, so I don't know what they're up to, but
0: that's pretty weird that it's not on the Play Store. That is a bit strange, isn't it? Hopefully nothing to worry about. It's just Android though, isn't it? Maybe that's what it is. Uh, what's your, what's your favourite gadget of, of this year? That I've bought this year or
1: that came well, you, out this year. Yeah, I
0: suppose if you can't think of anything that you've bought, then maybe...
1: Well, no, it's the other way around. So okay. I can't think of anything that came out this year that I bought this year <laughs> that is better than something else that came out in previous years that I bought this year. Right. So I think my favourite thing that I bought this year is my uh, Insta360 ONE X2, the 360-degree camera. I've had yeah. so much fun with that.
0: Good job. That's another company actually that makes some really great great stuff. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I was going to say that so the following on from my f- the, the the DJI conversation, we said, well, I want to buy all of their stuff or something. Um, my my head's kind of been a bit turned by Insta three hundred and sixty because all of their stuff is that, that that I've seen or that I've
0: bought and used. Loved it. Yeah. They need to make a drone, don't they? Because they don't at the moment, do they? There's no kind of flying thing, is there? I
1: don't yes. That's really their jam, is it? They're, they're really all that. about the, the panoramic 360 thing, and they've nailed
0: that. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. Although it does look like they've nicked a DJI camera module, doesn't it, on the the link? Oh, their webcam. Yeah, yeah. The, it's the 360 link. That looks suspiciously like a drone camera. But, um, yeah, no, that's, that's a great shout. I agree with you on that one. I love the little go-to, you know, the little go-to action cam. I use that all the time for for filming. Yeah, that is is also brilliant with the built-in tripod. And it
1: just, you can put it anywhere.
0: Yeah. It's so small. Yeah, you can. It's brilliant. Um, Most used gadget of 2022. Have you got an immediate answer for that one, I think? Uh, um, It depends whether you're talking sort of duration or
1: frequency yeah so uh i mean clearly my most used gadget would be my mac mini because i sit at that all day but in terms of the thing that i i I would feel lost without is my apple watch because i'm interacting with that
0: dozens of times a day yeah i think for me the airpods pro 2 i've got to mention them rob sorry um they just pip it they just beat the apple watch ultra i think um i'm using i mean i've always used airpods pro all the time but i use these ones even more just because they are that much better um to the point like i think i've said in the past where they are they're replacing occasionally replacing over-ear headphones for you know for noise cancelling duties uh, here and there so that's a good shout i would say airpods pro is probably my second favorite thing that i own
1: Yeah, because they're just they're always on me. They sound good enough. And I know the AirPods Pro 2s actually
0: sound good, not just good enough. I'm I'm good. I'm good with good enough. That's fine. That's fine, yeah. But I think they're the the one thing that if I haven't got them on me, I panic a little bit. There's that immediate kind of, oh no, shit, where are they? Um, I did that over Christmas. I thought I'd left them at home because we we went to my sister's in Shropshire. And um, I genuinely thought I'd left left them at home until I used the, I actually used that, you know that um, Finder thing? The uh, Find My location thing um for the first time ever i actually used it and found something uh, but yeah for for a brief moment i thought i'd left them at home and it was like what, what? do i use to listen to stuff <laughs> most disappointing gadget of 2022 i think this is fairly obvious do you want to go first um i think it's got to be the s22 ultra isn't it 100 percent. yep um I'm still disappointed by that phone. It still bothers me. Even though I, I, I think the latest update uh, to uh, One UI has, has fixed most of the issues, hasn't it? It's just too late, really. I think... Um... <laughs> too little too
1: late. Yeah. Well, we... Although, I mean, obviously this came out in January, didn't it? So mm. well, there'll be a new one soon. There will be indeed. Uh, I are we... interested to see the trade-in prices. Actually, I don't, I don't know that I'd get the Ultra next time. So the, the 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 two biggest things about... Or the three biggest things about the Ultra are the, the S Pen which is just a waste of time. Um, Agreed. The periscope camera is not on the other Galaxy S devices, is it? And the 1440p display. Yes. I don't think even the S22 Plus has the 1440p display. So, yeah, so the periscope camera is very cool. I took one photo of a seagull that was 100 metres away once on a beach, and I haven't used it since, really. (laughs) The S Pen, I tried it. I thought it was rubbish, and it's just lived in there the whole time. Um, and I dialed down the fourteen forty display to ten eighty because I couldn't really tell the difference. So I th- I'll, I'll be interested to see the trading prices. I might consider getting an S
0: twenty three plus. Yeah, well, it's going to have the the correct chip, isn't it? Over here, we're going to get yeah. the Snapdragon, which is a step in the right direction. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what I mean there's been leaks haven't there there've been a few leaks of the design which looks identical to the 22. I've got no problem with that. I mean it's a, it's a really nice phone actually in terms of the design. I like the design. I think it's well built, etc but um I agree with everything you've just said. Especially the S pen which um you know if if you if you say anything bad about the S pen on uh, or spend as they call it on uh, YouTube you the the old spend massive come after you. But um so it's got a lot of fans I think but yeah. I mean interestingly, it's one of the highest performing pieces of content on my channel for the year, the review of that. Um brought in lots of new subscribers, which those people may have re- regretted that once I started going back to reviewing loads of Apple stuff. But um yeah, it's 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 on a par with the iPhone fourteen in terms of interest. I think it probably always has been, so It'd been interesting one I, I agree with you that the, the trade in price because generally speaking Samsung are pretty good aren't they they, they, they offer some pretty amazing trade in values um, yeah it'd be interesting to see what, what we can get for the the twenty two
1: well, it's not not even on it's not even just limited to their own devices so they, you know no. I got the galaxy watch five one of the main reasons I got that was because i mean i've got I've got like a pile of old of old Apple watches <laughs> um, and they were just giving a ludicrous amount of money off, you know, even like a Series 1 Apple Watch, such that to get a Galaxy Watch 5 cost me 50p. It was more than 50p, but it was a negligible amount. Um, so, yeah, I, I, if, if if they offer a tempting trade-in on last year's S22 Ultra, I probably, I think I might have a serious look at an S23 Plus, because I, yeah, I don't think that the Ultra stuff is worth the Extra
0: over the plus, I agree. I mean, I'll, I'll get it just to review it, really, because it's like I say, selfishly, it's a big draw for for an audience. But, um, I agree, I, I think the the standard S23 is comp- probably gonna be a much more interesting phone, I think. Um, might be interesting to compare the two actually. Um, okay, well, that's that's our little uh award ceremony done. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need some gongs, don't we? we need Some like MKBHD style <laughs> awards for next year we'll do that next year Um, i saw
1: his his phone of the year video came out yesterday i haven't watched it yet yeah i've not watched it it for me yeah no i've Uh, not watched it either
0: forward to that because that's always good i've seen some potential spoilers on spoilers on twitter which i won't mention but uh yeah i'm I'm saving that one for later definitely watch that tonight i think um we've got a list here of stuff that you you've actually bought a lot of stuff this year rob haven't you yeah I've, I've, Um, i've i've appalled myself when i wrote out this list of stuff that i bought this year and it's everything from the, the M1 MacBook Air, obviously, right through to things like your your Huawei 28-inch 4K display, Steam Deck, the Lifter, you know, a bunch of stuff for the podcast, um, loads of things. What, is there anything you want to pick out on here? Some of this stuff we've talked about already, actually, haven't today, but um, it's quite a list, isn't it? It is.
1: Yeah, I don't know what, what happened this year. I bought a lot of stuff. <laughs> but... Yeah, well, I've, I've got to give another shout out to the M1 MacBook Air because still, I and mean, I've had it several months now, it's gone through a bunch of charge cycles, but it it, it it's always got power. Yeah. It well, well, doesn't matter how long I've left it, doesn't matter what I do on it, and I, when I go think, oh, I just need to do something on, on the MacBook, you open the lid, it's instantly on, and yep. you've got enough battery to do whatever it is you need to do. Just, I n- never have that problem where you've shut the lid you come back to it a few days later it's dead or it just just doesn't happen or you you shut the lid you come back to it later you turn it on and then it faffs about and you just by the time it's booted up you've lost the will to live you just don't have that it's just always ready to go um and it's still ludicrously quick and, and i love it
0: I think Apple are the best at this apart from the AirPods Max which don't cuz you can't turn them off or, for whatever reason but we'll, we won't go there but that, them aside um I obviously I've had experience of that with the with the MacBook Air the M1 the M2 version but also the 16-inch MacBook Pro that's the same you can leave that in standby clamshell mode whatever for Days and days and days, and it will still have pretty much full ch- full charge when you when you lift it up when you open the the lid. Um, the other thing that really surprised me recently was the the tenth generation iPad, which I don't use that often. But um, I'd left it in the studio all over Christmas and then uh, for days and days and days and days, probably a couple of weeks in total. And uh, went to use it today, and thinking, oh, it'd be dead, and it had like eighty percent battery left, and I think that was roughly what it had when i last used it and it hadn't been anywhere near a charging um, port at all um so whatever they do i mean this is the benefit of having your own hardware and software isn't it but yeah we're we're, we're definitely in a world now with apple i think where it's just you don't worry about batteries really um it's a different story with the phone obviously but even the iphone 14 pro max is a hell of a performer but yeah
1: well we discussed this last time you were very surprised that i regularly get about three days out of mine
0: yeah i don't get that much out of mine but I don't know maybe do I, do I use mine more? Possibly, I don't know. I mean, I, I do, I do, in fairness, I do shoot quite a bit of video with it these days, so maybe that's hmm. having a bit of a, an impact on it. Who knows? But, but it's still very good.
1: I mean, I do, I do have to have a moan about the clear MagSafe case, so I forgot or I didn't realize that it's got that annoying cutout at the bottom. Yep, I kind of I prefer a case that, that sort of you know, covers the, the, the bottom of the phone, the charging port, and the speakers, and so forth. But I mean, I still, I still like it. So I'm still using it and it cost me like 40 quid or something stupid. So, I'm, you know, I'm going to get my money's worth out of it. But I have to say, it's still looking very good because I don't know if you ever had clear cases before. They tend to yellow and get scratched up really easily. Yeah. I can't really fault it for for wear and tear.
0: Still no, pretty good. it's a tough phone as well. I mean, I've got the same thing with the the case I've got, which is a, a Pitaka case at the moment. That's got the cutout. Same as yours. And I've dropped it a few times, not uh, kind of, you know, on concrete and stuff, but I've, it's fallen down the side of the, the car seat occasionally. And it's, it's done. I've done things to it where I've, I've picked up and thought that's going to be scratched. There's going to be a nick on it or, or something on the you know, the band going around the, around the outside. And there's nothing. It's um, like new, basically. Um, so, yeah, you know, my experiences with the, the iPhone 13 mini, I kind of <laughs> proved that that is pretty robust as well. So kudos to Apple for, for, for whatever they're doing with the hardware. Um, yeah, is there anything else in this list that you want to shout out and give special mention to?
1: Uh, it's just, it's all really good. I mean, so the, the, the nothing phone, that was brilliant. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously the S22 Ultra and the Galaxy Watch were dreadful. I bought a new old stock Apple Watch Series 7 stainless steel that is perfectly adequate for my needs. I am very tempted by the Ultra, yadda yadda, but not 800 quid tempted. Got the H95s, which are fantastic. Do you know what? I'm still using that Huawei display. I, I, I still was going to ask that, here. yeah. It's still, it's, it's still in it, operation. It is still it's still a lovely display. As you know, if you can get it for like three 400 quid, it, it's a nice thing. Uh, I was disappointed by the Steam Deck. I think it's just because it took took so long to get it, and then it arrived, and I was kind of over it by the time it arrived. Oh, and I, I don't know why I bought this. I bought a, Va- a, a, a Razer Viper Ultimate mouse.
0: Um, oh, yeah.
1: yep. It's not as good as the G703 that I've been using for a couple of years prior to that. Is there anything else? Oh, the, the Mode 80 keyboard, the ludicrously expensive oh, yeah. keyboard, which I really must build at some point. Yep. And then yeah, a bunch of stuff for the
0: podcast, cloud lifter, Ring Light, Green Screen. Etc., etc., dedication for you. And uh, all oh, that's happened behind the scenes is that the podcast has technically got worse. Yeah. Not, not your fault, <laughs> but it's just got ironically worse, hasn't it? But no one ever knows because it just appears in their podcast player.
1: Um, well, well, I think the, the best thing I bought recently is, the, my, is my low profile mic arm, the Elgato low profile. Because look at you with your, your, know. your face is all covered by the.
0: This old fashioned thing here. It's terrible, yeah. isn't it? <laughs>
1: it's a relic. Uh,
0: relic. PSA one. I love this mic arm; it's brilliant. It but I, I, I do like yours. I, I like the fact you can't see the mic. It's, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm tempted actually. Um,
1: well, well, it's not. It's not only like you being able to see me. It's more that I can see my whole display.
0: That is the one problem with it with this with this arm because you, you do. I'm always moving it around just to yeah. try and see what's going on. And so, so that that has all gone away. Yeah, I might have to look at that. I might have to invest in that myself. So we haven't got a huge amount of time left. But plans for 2023. Um, Funnily enough, I've been doing some business planning today, actually. I've been doing a bit of sort of reviewing of the year and thinking about next year and all that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, there's nothing really major to to kind of announce. I suppose the one big thing is going to be the Medium Academy. There's going to be the first cohort that will go live uh, in March at some point. So it's going to be all hands to the pump with that in, in Jan- January onwards, um, which is very exciting. Uh, I'm getting help with that because it's quite a big job, as you can imagine. Um but that's yeah, that's something I'm, I'm really looking forward to. I think in terms of the channel and the the blog etc. It's it's gonna be more a case of just going back to basics a bit. I think really. I think one thing I have noticed since I've been doing this review is that, as in you know, reviewing the year and looking at the stats and things, is that um, although most of the figures are up, so all the you know, the views are much higher this year, the revenue's gone up. Um, the one thing that hasn't uh, risen, and in fact, has dropped a little bit, is the number of subs gained. So I think this year. I gained five thousand less subscribers on YouTube than twenty twenty one. It was still a big number. It was still about fifty one thousand or something. But um, yeah, it was less than last year, and that could be a whole number of things. That could be the pandemic effect, you know, people going back to work and not using YouTube as much. But it could be other things. It could be, you know, not not being quite as focused with the content. It could be a whole number of things. So I found that quite interesting. Um, I think since I've gone full time, I think it's one of those things where it's. um, everything gets pretty serious quite quickly because it's the the main way that you pay the mortgage particularly when you've suddenly just had a kid as well um i think thinking back to 2021 i was doing everything on the side it was a side side hustle as they call it Uh, and in a way that's a that's a benefit because it means you're, you're not taking it less seriously but you're certainly not as fully invested in it you're not quite as concerned about every little thing that's going on which probably is reflected in the content that you, you, you're putting out in terms of the things that you're scheduling and the, the types of things that you're covering um you know the, the number of sponsored videos and stuff that you do as well so i think for next year it's gonna be a bit of a case of going back to basics a little bit um and yeah that, that's that's kind of my overriding plan for next year because um, it's going to be an interesting year overall for everyone i think you know we're, we're headlong into a recession now aren't we um it's it's a very different time compared to when I started the channel. Um, but yeah, like I said, nothing really big to announce. It's just it's just going to be... I'm looking forward to kind of being a little bit less... Um, what's the best way of putting this? Just chilling out a bit about certain things, I think, really. I published 100 more videos this month, this year, than uh, 2021. And some of those are short. Some of that is short-form content, which... Obviously, that's easier and quicker to get out. But um, there's st- there was still a whole bunch more videos I, I, I published this year than than last year, which was a bit of a surprise.
1: Oh yeah, I should be able to tell you those stats. Last year, I did a full breakdown of everything. Didn't I? You did, I, I remember. haven't had time.
0: Yeah, you did. Um, I don't blame you, not, not not having done that again, really. But <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been an amazing year. Though I can't I can't complain. It's in terms of a first full year as being a. A solo, what do they call it? Solopreneur, they call it. I think now, um, it's been great. But uh, yeah,
1: so well, I mean, you're you're on. You're just shy of ninety thousand subs now, so I imagine that the launch of the mediumer uh, part-time mediumer academy in March is 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 not going to be the first big thing of the year, is it? It'll be your
0: silver plaque. Possibly, well, I think yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I think that should hopefully happen. I think if if I focus on growth content, and what I mean by that is content that isn't generally isn't sponsored. It's, it's, it tends to be far more um, sort of audience focused in terms of building the audience and getting people in rather than basically promoting a product and getting paid for it. Um, that's that's going to help me get to that number quicker. That number is really important, although it's a completely arbitrary figure. Like you say, you do get the plaque. You know, Susan sends you that thing in the post um and it 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 means something to sponsors you know to to brands and sponsors that potentially want to work with you Um, and having spoken to quite a few people who've got past that point it is a bit of a tipping point for a lot of a lot of youtube channels where you do get noticed a bit more um just because it's a bigger number which is stupid you know it's you know nine Eighty-eight thousand subscribers for me is still mind-blowing. Um, for me, that's that's enough. <laughs> that's, you imagine that many people in a stadium—it's a lot of people um, that have decided to click that button. So, um, yeah, to think that you need more than that to to do certain things is is, is bonkers. But that's that's the way it's going. So, fingers crossed—we'll uh, we'll cross that threshold at some point in in Jan or Feb, all being well. Unless everything goes, unless everything falls apart, and you know. The internet shuts down and YouTube gets sold to TikTok or something. Elon Musk buys. Elon Musk buys YouTube. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> uh, TikTok's been interesting actually. Just while I remember, that's been a very interesting uh, little side project. Which I, I don't know if many people who kind of watch my stuff on YouTube are even aware that I'm on TikTok. But I created the account in July or July or August, and um, I, I don't mind admitting it's the it's been the easiest audience I've ever built ever um in that time it's got to about 3600 followers um i've got some really big videos on there that have done like 400 yeah you know, 500k uh, views um loads of engagement loads of comments which most of which aren't even worth reading let alone responding to um but it's it's been a really interesting uh, little kind of tester i think and all it is generally speaking is me chopping up longer form videos into 30, 60 second chunks. Well, it's not even you, is it? You sub it out. I'm Not at the moment. I, d- I did you for know. a bit. Yeah, there's a, a whole bunch of the stuff that's on there at the start was actually done by someone else. But um, I found that chopping up the, the latest video that you've just finished making is literally a two or three minute job. So I thought that I'll just <laughs> do it myself now, which I know is the wrong thing to do. And what one thing I am doing next year actually is getting some help with certain things. And I need to get out of that mindset of, oh, I'll just do it. Because if you just do everything, you end up doing everything and having no time to do anything else. Um... But yeah, it's just been really interesting how relatively easy it is to grow an audience on on there and not really working out why like on YouTube I can work out why pretty much why certain videos work and why certain videos don't um, but TikTok is just it's just so it seems to be so random in, in, the, in the way that certain things pick up and, and go viral. I can't quite work okay. it out. How, how do you monetize TikTok? Are I don't know no not figured that out yet although you do occasionally see people on uh twitter uh people who've been on it a lot longer than me and who've got much bigger audiences they'll share their partner program what well, they call it the, 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 the tiktok's version of the partner program they'll share their pay- payout for the month and it's like yeah you've had four million views this month here's two cents um so it's not great i don't think so to be can you put affiliate links on the tiktoks no you can't link out i don't think um you can if you've got a post that has been sponsored, you obviously have to tag it as being sponsored. Although if you, I did that on a couple of them, and immediately people just say, "Oh, it's sponsored. I'm not watching this." And yeah, you still get lots of views. It's a bit strange, but um, no, you can't. To my knowledge, anyway, someone might correct me, but to my knowledge, you can't uh, link out from it. A bit like um, Instagram. Instagram, you, you can't. You can't the, only, the only place you can link out on Instagram is on stories. You can put a link in there. But you can't put it. You can't put it in a reel. You can't put it in a, in a standard post on on Instagram. So, um, yeah, maybe I'm just too old. That might the reason I don't quite understand why it's working or what I'm doing with it. Is just because I'm I'm not 25 or 18.
1: Who no, knows? I, haven't, I haven't even. I mean, I, I I think I've seen one 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 TikTok once, but yeah, I'm not on it. I
0: don't I don't
1: understand how it works. Well, they are I'm t- too old.
0: They are saying, aren't they, that they reckon that it's going to get to a point where it starts plateauing because people are getting a little bit... They're finding it very toxic in terms of how much of a time suck it is, and it really is. I mean, I, I use it as a viewer, and um, before you know it, you've lost half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour. I was, I was looking at, I think, a couple of nights ago, I was um, Jen had gone to bed, and it was about 10 o'clock or something, and I was absolutely knackered, and I thought, oh God, I'll, I'll head off to the sack in 10 minutes. And I'm not joking, an hour later... I just closed TikTok and I I had no idea I'd been sat there for an hour, mindlessly watching people order Chinese takeaways and cats falling into rubbish bins and stuff. And there's some genuinely good content on there, actually. But there's just something about that, all you can eat, very quick, short, sharp injections of content. It's just, after a while, it's just, yeah. But they reckon that that's going to have a bit of a. A social issue at some stage and that's why it's going to plateau and people are, hopefully who knows are going to start wanting to invest more time in higher quality longer content maybe
1: well it's just a it's a perpetual stream of 90 second dopamine hits isn't yeah. it that's the problem with it and so yeah i can see why it be i i would it's best i don't go on it i think I, I, I i'm exactly the sort of person that would just find
0: that two hours has gone by and I've done, I've achieved nothing. But you just end up watching stuff that doesn't make sense. I, I just mentioned that Chinese <laughs> takeaway thing. That's Honestly, I, I, I watch people order Chinese takeaways. I don't know why. There's a big guy called, uh, he's called Big John. And p- people who are listening to this who uh, watch TikTok, and I think he's also on YouTube Shorts possibly as well, um, they'll know who Big John is. But he, he basically literally sits there, he's a big guy, and uh, hence the name, um, but he sits there on the phone, orders his Chinese takeaway and at the end of everything he does whether it's ordering a Chinese takeaway or drinking a beer or saying something he always just says Bosh at the end of it um, and he's now got a beer called Bosch beer so he's, he's got his own brand yeah he's got his own branded um product I don't know what's going on with the world Rob I'm watching it as well I just can't I can't work it out
1: I did I did read I did read a story about a very big TikToker who just slices bread <laughs> they just slice bread, and then they stand the slice on it, on end, and then it'll either fall
0: left or right, and that's it. That's there. That's their thing. I do wonder why I put so much effort into the videos that I'm It's <laughs> <laughs> not fair, is it? Oh dear. I think we're running out of time, aren't we? Uh, a, what, what have we? Is there anything on here that we I haven't picked up on that we should be talking about? I don't think so. I think we're there, aren't it's we? That's all nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, there's some stuff on here about what Apple's doing next year, but we'll, we'll perhaps cover that in, in January. Um, we'll cover that in January. Let's do yeah. that. Um, just very quickly, what? how do you think the year has been? Is it just an overall thing for Apple? How do you think the year has been for them? Do you think Tim Cook's looking back thinking 2022 is a good one? I'm happy with that. Or do you think he's looking back thinking, oops? I think from a revenue perspective, they're doing fine, aren't they?
1: Yeah. So, job done. Yeah, that's
0: what he cares about, isn't it? To be fair, um, he's happy, isn't he?
1: Yeah, there's, there's grow, growth in the important areas, the, the services, and so forth. Yep. And they've, actually, they've collared me on a load of stuff. So, <laughs> I, 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 pretty much all my Apple devices are now on monthly Apple care plans because you can. Yeah. So, it always used to be the case that you could only pay for it up front and it would extend it by a year or two years, depending on what the product was. But now, when you buy it, it'll say, "Hey, do you want to pay two pound fifty a month, five pound a month, ten pound a month, whatever, depending on the device and, and the you know what spec it is?" Um, and you can do that in perpetuity. I don't know what happens if you know in four years' time your phone breaks. Whether they would fish out. <laughs> an old one for you or whether they'll just send you off with a you know a more recent one. I don't know how it works. I don't think this has been tested yet. No. But um but yeah so it's been yeah my watch, my Macs, my phone, they're all on just monthly Apple Care because it breaks it down into smaller chunks. If you just shelled out for a Mac and then you gotta spend two hundred and fifty quid for the Apple
0: Care it, it stings a bit. It hurts, Whereas doesn't if it? if
1: you're yeah. just paying like a few quid a month that's not so bad.
0: That's so, how they get you. That's how tim gets you
1: yeah although i still to this day haven't paid for apple tv plus you still haven't paid for it and i've never paid for apple tv plus but i've had almost continuous service
0: since it came out is that because you've bought products that have got the the promotion with it or is it just carried on without them noticing Uh, It's it's because I keep buying stuff and I keep getting free months.
1: But I mean, so initially, I think they gave everyone like a free year or something, didn't they? Yeah. And then they extended it during the pandemic because they couldn't produce any content to entice people to produce it because everyone was, you know, stuck at home doing pandemicy things. Um, But yeah, but since then, either devices that I've bought or devices that I bought for Mrs. Rob, you get the three months here and there. And then they sort of occasionally throw out specials where they'll give you two months to celebrate i think it was like selena gomez or something put out documentary which i haven't watched i've heard it's very good i haven't seen it yet but um yeah i've somehow managed to not pay a penny for um apple tv plus in years
0: oh did you watch spirited no i didn't I, 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 it's on the list although <laughs> it's getting we're getting a bit late now we? It's not, it might annoy me more now christmas is coming on. gone yes, we'll, we'll say we'll leave it on the list for next year save it for next year we'll do that but um I I did I informed Jen that we need to watch it because you told us to um there's something on here about Paul Daniels and Debbie McGee which I've just just jumped out (laughs) and actually I'm not gonna we won't won't say anything else we'll just leave it at that it can be a little cliffhanger we'll talk about Paul Daniels and (laughs) Debbie McGee next year and um what a wonderfully random way to end the podcast and um happy new year Rob happy and Merry Christmas and all the rest of it and uh yeah, we'll pick up this this enthralling chat in in January. will see you then. Cheers.